You're listening to Wellbeing Connection, the CMHA Manitoba and Winnipeg podcast. I'm your host, James Wellsman. CMHA Manitoba and Winnipeg acknowledges that we are on Treaty 1 territory, the original land of the Cree, Ojibwe, Dene, and Dakota peoples, as well as the homeland and birthplace of the Red River Métis. The water we drink comes from the Treaty 3 territory of Shoal Lake 40 First Nation. Our electricity comes from Treaty 5 territory. We acknowledge the harms and mistakes of the past and dedicate ourselves to moving forward in partnership with Indigenous communities in a spirit of truth, reconciliation, and collaboration. None of the content in this podcast is intended to replace the advice given to you by your medical team. If you are in crisis, please phone the Manitoba Suicide Prevention and Support Line at 1-877-435-7170 or text CONNECT to 686868 for the Kids Help Phone. Ride Don't Hide is a chance to move more, give back, cope better. Ride Don't Hide is the largest mental health bike ride in Canada. Over 10 years, thousands of people rode millions of kilometers and raised millions of dollars for community mental health. Ride Don't Hide 2022 is your ride, your way. In June 2022, thousands of riders across Canada will come together to move for their mental health and for their community. Ride Don't Hide isn't just a fundraiser, it's a movement for mental health. Listen on to hear from those who are making this ride happen. Hey listeners of Wellbeing Connection, if you were a listener last year, you know all about Ride Don't Hide 2021. Well, you're in for a treat today, folks, because we have Stephen Sutherland, who has been working so hard to put together Ride Don't Hide 2022 for all of us. So welcome, Stephen. James, it's, uh, it's great to be uh, here today and talk about uh, Ride Don't Hide 2022. We are thrilled that we are doing something in person. We haven't done an in-person event for a number of years due to restrictions here in the province of Manitoba, but we're, we're really, really excited that not only do we get to be at the Forks and connect with our community, but we have the opportunity again this year to partner with uh, the other branches, uh, other locations uh, in our province. So our, our friends in the central region, in Swan Valley and in Thompson, uh, everybody's coming together uh, for this uh, this awesome event, you know, uh, that takes place uh, in just a few short weeks. Yeah, that's excellent. So what is Ride Don't Hide 2022 all about? So we may see the fundraiser, we may see the ride, but what's what's the story behind it? What makes this ride so special? Well, I think what makes it special is the, the people who participate, the people who are putting teams together. Uh, again, like you've mentioned before, the idea of moving more and giving back, stressing less and coping better. And what we really want to do is continue the conversations that we've been having, uh, rich conversations that we've been having around mental health and well-being, and really helping people reduce the stigma, but also come together for a common purpose. And so Ride Don't Hide is, is all about raising funds. It's our signature fundraising event that we do every year. Last couple of years, we've done a virtual event and we've done our Spirit Week. And again, we continue to do a Spirit Week that starts June 20th and goes to the 25th, which are 
which we're really excited about. So each of the branches that I've mentioned will be putting a video together. People will be able to access that on Donor Drive and participate. But most importantly, James, I think Ride Don't Hide uh, really allows us to really think about how we want to participate in the conversation. So whether we're on a bike, whether we're volunteering, whether we're cheering someone on, or whether we're giving uh, our money, we want people to, to choose how they want to really participate uh, in Ride Don't Hide. Now we want to raise a ton of money, you know, it's a fundraiser, right? And so again, the, the money that we raise goes to youth mental health. And so uh, all these amazing programs that, that happen uh, here in Winnipeg, we're really, really excited uh, about supporting those. Absolutely. So I know that when we talk about these programs, it can be hard to put a face to all of it. But, you know, going into schools today, I was in a high school today and just hearing some of the impacts that these youth mental health programs have. Um, we were talking about bounce back and a guidance counselor saying about how they've made a few referrals to bounce back and how incredible that's been for youth. Um, so do you want to expand upon where are these funds going? Like what are what are these going to be helping out? We know youth mental health, but what does that encompass? Yeah, so I, th I think one of the, the great things about youth mental health is we're, we're always trying to pivot and adapt and innovate. And so as we think about the programs that we already have in place, like Thrival Kits, you know, going down, you know, checking it out at thrivalkits.ca, going to our website and, and searching for Speak Up and that mental health promotion uh, program, Huddle Broadway has opened its doors. I know we were talking about Huddle uh, the Youth Hub, which is named Huddle Broadway, uh, they have a tremendous needs, uh, you know, servicing uh, an amazing, uh, mind-blowing number of participants. Uh, you mentioned Bounce Back. You know, I, I think part of it is, you know, how do we get the word out? How do we, you know, continue to partner with amazing communities, amazing community agencies, uh, who have the same values and vision and, you know, really have that, that pulse on what is happening in youth culture. And, and so, again, we want youth to be able to participate uh, and for there to be no barriers. So when I think of Futures Forward, where people are aging out of care and they're looking for housing, they're looking for schooling, they're looking for post-secondary, they're looking for jobs, you know, uh, these are you know, programs that are, are, are practical in nature. But one of the things that we, we don't get funding for is being able to promote and, and, and put these uh, programs on the map. You know, we, we often say we're the best kept secret uh, in Manitoba and we don't want to be a secret. And so it's, it's great that you asked that question in terms of where do these go? Uh, you can go to CMHA's website. You can learn about all the youth mental health uh, promotion programming and services that we provide but more importantly this allows the teams and the diverse teams uh, to again provide services that are inclusive that are um, you know wrap around that are uh, really relevant to what young people are experiencing today excellent yeah it's so incredible to see where all these funds go and you know i saw 
a student just at a booth the other day explaining how they'd been through the Futures Forward program and how they were going to university and they were so excited to be connected with these supports. They've learned to advocate for themselves. These are all the impacts that these funds are going to have. And so it's super important that you get involved, not only for for the youth that these funds will cover, but also for yourself. You're going to learn how to cope better through some of our Spirit Week events and it'll be some really life-changing stuff for you. And so I'd love to bring this up. So our good friend and mental health champion, he's Brandon Friesen, will be doing the 330 ride this year. Uh, can you explain to listeners the significance of this ride and what it means for Canadians as a whole? Yeah, so 330 is, you know, a call to action that, you know, we came up with last year where we know that CMHA is a federation. So we have 330 different locations across uh, our beautiful country uh, from coast to coast to coast. And, you know, with that in mind, it on average costs uh, just under $330 for people to access community supports. And so then we thought, gosh, you know, it'd be really great if we were able to put, you know, a number like 330 together in terms of kilometers and biking. And so last year we had uh, a team of four uh, head out uh, from Selkirk, Manitoba to Hecla Provincial Park and back. You know, I, I rode with them, but I was in a truck. They were on a bike uh, and it was so inspiring. Uh, it was a, a really uh, an amazing testament of people's resilience and Again, Brandon got on a bike a number of years ago in response to creating connectivity with his mental health and well-being during COVID. And so Brandon, along with his brother Jordan, are going to be doing our 330 ride from Selkirk to, uh, to Portage of Prairie uh, in our central region. And so we're really, really excited that that's going to take place on uh, July 17th. So uh, Sunday, July 17th, uh, Jordan and Brandon will be trekking out there and I'll be following them in a truck again. And again, you know, what we want to do is promote the importance of not only mental health supports that are out there, but the, the strategies of what we can do every day in terms of getting out there and whether it's walking or biking uh, or running or, you know, skidooing. I, I'm surprised we don't have any snow on the ground still here in Manitoba. Um, it's what a, what a horrible winter it's been for, for, for many of us and, and now with the flooding. But, you know, the, the folks in the central region in, in Portage are really, really excited uh, about how this is going to uh, really allow them to pivot and do some really great things with their community and the people that they support. So, we look forward to you know providing more information of what that's going to look like you know again people can go to ridedonehide.com forward slash manitoba uh, click on winnipeg and on uh, central with more information uh, to follow in terms of the 330 ride excellent yeah and so you bring up some of the other regions as well so people outside of winnipeg may be wondering how they can get involved and what's available for them outside of uh, winnipeg for ride don't hide and spirit week um, so can you expand on uh, what those events might look like at some of the other branches? Yeah, so, you know, our friends in Swan Valley, they've, they've had their event already. They were able to partner with a community event and super successful. You know, their donor drive continues to be open, um, you know, so people can still go there and be a part of participating. Again, part of what we want people to learn is that they can continue riding and raising funds for their team 
you know, we're going to keep the, the portal open for most of the summer this year. Uh, we, we started Ride, Don't Hide a bit later than we typically do for a lot of different reasons. Uh, and so we want people to be able to have the optimal amount of time to participate. Folks in Thompson, again, going to Donor Drive and clicking on, you know, their, uh, their tab to, to find out what they're doing. So each of the, the locations were, were participating together um, individually, but together on Spirit Week. So each one will do a video that promotes some aspect of, you know, maybe it's bike safety, maybe, you know, it's stretching before you get on a bike. You know, we often, you know, think of our, uh, that afterwards, you know, gosh, it would have been really handy to, to stretch before, uh, bike safety, you know, and you know, what do I need to be able to safely ride a bike, uh, where I decide to ride a bike, whether it's in, a you know, on a trail that's marked or whether it's on a road or a highway, you know, how do I go about doing that? I know for us here, this podcast is a part of Spirit Week. So, so we're really excited for people to, to really kind of get the, the essence of what uh, Ride, Don't Hide is, but also look about putting a team together, you know, and, and I think this is where, you know, uh, our friends at Central are really excited. This is our first Ride, Don't Hide. Uh, participating in. And so they're really excited about uh, putting an office team together against their board, right? So that that healthy competition, you know, which is really great. So when I was talking to Teresa out in Portage last week, you know, she was really, really quite excited about, you know, how can we have, you know, fun while, you know, continuing these important conversations and raising funds uh, that, again, stay within these communities. So Funds that are raised in Thompson stay in Thompson. Those in Swan Valley stay within that region and Central and Winnipeg alike. And so, so I think, yeah, there's, there's lots of opportunity for people to engage. And what's great is people can follow us on social media. They can post pictures. Uh, I know for us here in Winnipeg, you know, when we finish Spirit Week on the 25th, we're pivoting really quickly into a physical ride at the Forks. And so at the Forks on the 26th, we start registration at 8.30 in the morning. People, you know, that have ordered a shirt, they'll get their shirt, they'll put on their shirt. Uh, and then we have our marshals from Bike Week Winnipeg who are going to take us on two different types of, of rides. And, and again, you can find out all this information on ridedonthide.com forward slash Manitoba. Click on Winnipeg. And then you'll you'll learn about the going the distance ride. So those that, you know, you know, they are a bit more comfortable on a bike and they can do, you know, 20 plus kilometers, take you 45 to minutes to an hour to complete. And again, with really, really well uh, conditioned and uh, folks that understand doing these rides, these marshals are in, in a, like fantastic. Then we have, um, you know, a family ride of, of six kilometers where we're really just kind of going around the forks. Uh, but what's happening with that is we have some folks that will be playing some tunes. I know that there's going to be a bubble machine, you know, helping guide us. Who needs, you know, these, these pylons when we have bubbles, we can just follow bubbles and stuff. Yeah, you know, and then people get to come back, you know, after that family ride, decorate their bikes, you know, be able to uh, take in some of those uh, tall grass cinnamon buns, you know, that we'll be having there. 
Uh, I know we have some some great coffee being provided by Starbucks. You know, so it's just another opportunity for people to really have those conversations and talk about why they rode and why they're participating. And so we're excited about staff coming, uh, the teams that are coming uh, to, to participate. It's not too late. So this is the other piece, right, is we want people to say, you know, it's not too late to sign up for Ride, Don't Hide. Uh, it's not too late to continue to raise funds. Uh, and you might say, oh, gosh, you know, Stephen, James, I, I tried to do that last year. And, you know, just I had so many competing priorities and life got so full and I just didn't finish what I wanted to finish. And we say, hey, this is a great opportunity to 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 try that again. And whether you're raising ten dollars or ten thousand dollars, we're just excited about uh, the sponsors that that have come to, to back this. So we have Talbot, uh, who are an incredible friend of CMHA, help support travel kits and in, in the, the work that we do. Uh, with the resources in those kits. Um, and so we're really, we're, yeah, we're, we're excited about those, our nutritional sponsors, you know, uh, co-op, uh, you know, again, coming to the table. And, and again, you get to go and visit our website, uh, theridedonthide.com forward slash mantle. I think I've said that about 10 times and I'll continue to say it. We'll have it in the link below yeah. too. And so when you go there, you'll hear and see all our sponsors, you know, but but most importantly, you're going to be inspired by all the teams that are there. You're going to see some some teams and the names of teams. And, you know, when you click on those, you're going to find out why they're riding. And uh, I find that just super inspiring. Uh, again, you know, two, two and a half years ago when we had uh, our, phys our last physical ride, it was so fun. Uh, to walk around and some people had bandanas they they had their own kind of swag that they were wearing but you would hear these stories of why they're riding you know and i remember this one family you know there there's there's something special that was happening with this family and they had these bandanas and it looked like there was somebody's name that was that was printed on there and so i i asked you know one of the team members you know tell me about this person and, and it turned out that this was their son who a month prior uh, had died by suicide, uh, 19 years old. And his family was not from Winnipeg. They were from, from out of town in the, the Morden Winkler area, came in uh, for Ride Don't Hide because they wanted to celebrate his life. They wanted to honor his life. And they couldn't think of a, a better way uh, of coming out, reducing the stigma and having a conversation about their son, their brother, and uh, you know, uh, his uh, uh, the girlfriend was was there as well of of just really wanting to honor this this young man's life. So, so yeah, there's there's some tear jerkers that that happen with with the ride, but there's also just a celebration of of people coming together, riding for a purpose, and doing something together. You know, like when when's the last time we were able to, you know, to have a hundred plus people together and do something, you know, with with great purpose. So. So I'm I'm pumped for the opportunity that we have. Yeah, it's a really cool opportunity. And uh, last year, you know, uh, I did the ride virtually, and I was participating in yoga. So this was something that was really important to me. Where uh, I'd always wanted to learn yoga, but I had never quite committed to doing so. So I went ahead and started it. I love breathing exercises, meditation, and so the next logical step, right? You always hear people doing yoga as well. So that was my ride last year. Um, this year is going to be a bit different for me as I'm not able to um, physically ride on the day of. I will be able to, um, in the week before, um, I will 
be making some goals around dancing. So I know dancing is always something that uh, brings my mental health up. I notice that if I'm feeling well, that's the time when I end up dancing around <laughs> around my room to whatever music um, I'm listening to. Uh, so this is a good connection to my wellness. You know, it's it's all about building that um, that reserve of coping strategies so you can cope better through red don't hide and yeah this is just a super exciting event and how how lovely it is to be reconnected with brandon to be able to um, have his 330 ride you know we have pictured on this episode art for today we have the picture from last year showing the triumphant uh finish of the four bike riders who completed their 330 ride and it was just such a celebration so we include that just to help you realize like this these are the triumphant and extraordinary things that you can do no matter how small or how big whether it's doing a 330 ride whether it's just sitting down and doing 10 minutes of yoga a day because that's about my limit ever since i tore a muscle a few years ago so yeah it's just really excellent stuff we've got going on um steven what are you planning to do for your ride well i'm going to be there in person and so part of my role there is uh you know to to make sure everything's you know um functioning and operational and so so i i i look at myself as a cheerleader you know i have a team uh that i've put together this year uh really you know honoring my my brother who has had uh, tremendous um uh yeah he's he's had a really really hard go with with uh with the last couple of years uh with having a stroke and a couple of heart attacks he lives with schizophrenia and is an amputee and and he loves ride don't hide and so the last physical ride uh at the forks he was there with his with his wheelchair his electric wheelchair and and did the the uh the family ride and and it was just so great to see how excited he was and you know unfortunately uh you know has uh had some some major medical issues where he's not able to to see any longer and so won't be able to attend he's you know he's in hospital and so what we want to do is really honor his his uh his desire to ride and so i've invited family and friends and co-workers and neighbors and whomever wants to to, to come and and join my team and so they uh you know so people can can do that so yeah so i think for me it's really about you know why i ride you know and what we want people to to do with the teams that they create is why are they riding you know maybe as a team but what are why are you riding individually you know what's your story behind mental health and well-being and promoting that and reducing the stigma and continuing those conversations so so again i love when we're able to ask those questions about why you're riding or you know how are you moving more and how are you stressing less and how are you coping better and so whatever that is just to let you know ride don't hide uh really allows for uh, these opportunities to create connection and you know we know that ride don't hide is upon us when if you go past 930 portage avenue you'll see our rainbow bikes you know it's pride month but it's also ride don't hide month right and so we have our bikes up and it was really great just the other day we had a pit stop with bike week winnipeg and we had a classroom of students uh from just across the way uh you know greenway school come and and ask us about you know ride don't hide and why do we have bikes up on our roof and you know what do you do there at you know at the canadian mental health association manitoba winnipeg office and then you know staff were coming because again our friends at starbucks were there passing out coffee so people got word right and so they were coming 
And then the students were able to ask staff, you know, what, what do you do and why do you do this? And, you know, we asked students, you know, what, what is stigma? You know, and it was amazing to hear uh, these young people really know what they were talking about and how they want to help others that are facing mental health challenges and stressors and find those coping strategies at work. And their teacher who had gone to the pit stop in the morning and said, hey, can I bring my, my classroom? And we said, absolutely, this is great. So we stuck around for a little bit longer and we had a 15, 20 minute conversation with 20 students and it was just uh, absolutely incredible. So this is what happens when we have this sort of movement. It's you're right. It's more than just a fundraiser. Although I want us to reach our hundred thousand dollar goal uh, in Manitoba, we have a seventy thousand dollar goal here in in uh, at our location, Manitoba Winnipeg office. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so we encourage you as you create your teams, uh, create a team of. 10 people, including yourself. This is what we really encourage. Just gather your people around, set a goal of $3,300 as a team. That's $330 each. And so this is, um, again, that can help 10 people receive the medical or the mental health care that they need across uh, all over Canada. People all over Canada are receiving these services. So it's just really important stuff. I think about why I ride as well. And the reason I ride is because of my personal struggles with mental health. And so having been there, having uh, gone through depression, anxiety, negative life experiences, I'm turning it around and making it a positive and going, how can I give back? How can I help others? And so we've created a team this year, uh, my team downstairs, the Youth Room Platoon, and we're so excited uh, to, to ride together and to really make this something that's really impactful. And so I encourage you to join your teams as well. I'm going to be asking my team why they ride. You never know the stories you might hear if you just ask. Absolutely. You know, it's, uh, it's amazing when you give yourself permission to be a part of the conversation. And so here at CMHA, we give out, you know, the ride, don't hide mask, right? And we tell people to, to wear the mask, you know, and people will see me out and about and they're like, what's ride, don't hide. And then I will take off the mask if they feel safe and then talk about ride, don't hide or put a pin on and, you know, just really be an ambassador for it. But, but again, you know, like what, what I was mentioning before, you know, our, our team name is, uh, you know, riding for hope, honoring Alvin, you know, and it's so cool that, that, uh, you know, when I was talking to him the other day about the ride, you know, he's like, Stephen, can you go to my apartment and get my shirt? I like what I want to wear my shirt on, on the, on the 26, you know, and, and I think, you know, whatever you decide to do the week of the 20th to the 26th, what we want you to consider is inviting people who are champions and advocates and ambassadors for mental health and well-being and invite them, you know, the uh, like the third party, um, sorry, the peer-to-peer -peer fundraising that we do, it can only happen when we do it together. It's really hard to be a team of one, you know? And so it's not impossible, you know, but it's, it's hard to set those goals and build connection within your network when it's just one of you, but when you invite others. So it's super cool to, to hear uh, what you're doing with your colleagues in the lower level of, of CMHA here, but you know, others, you know, and our board, 
you know, a board has set a goal of $25,000 that they want to raise. We have some other businesses like Wawanisa who've put teams together. Our friends at MGEU have put a team together. So we encourage businesses to do that. Uh, uh, our hope is that we'll you'll have our mayor at, at the event. He hasn't missed one yet. And so we're really excited. No pressure, Brian, if you're listening to this. But we're, we're really excited that uh, it is a community that comes together. Uh, and we can't. We cannot, um, you know, stop promoting the importance of not hiding, you know, because some people are like, you know, what's this hiding thing about, you know, and it's, it's really about saying, gosh, I ride and I speak up and I speak out in terms of what I might be experiencing, my own live, living experience, but those that we support in, in, our, in, our, in our families. And if anything, COVID has taught us that we all have been impacted um, by COVID, uh, and our mental health and well-being has 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 certainly been uh, one of those things that's been impacted. And so, how do we, you know, just even share, you know, what what has this ride meant to you? And you know, this is what I'm hoping to do next year. But but again, we have the opportunity to to have Spirit Week and Ride Don't Hide Plus throughout the summer uh, and Brandon and Jordan doing the 330 ride uh, is super, super excited. I know that on social media, you'll see more uh, information to come uh, with uh, Brandon sharing, you know, his thoughts. He's, he's super excited. He's not with CMH anymore. Boo. We're, we're, we're sad about that, but we're excited that, that he's at Blue Cross and continues this, this legacy that he's left of being able to, to, to ride with a, like a real purpose and goal, you know, of, of those kilometers. I just like, I always just, it boggles my mind that, that someone's willing to do that. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think of my own, uh, my own injury that I had, you know, swinging a baseball bat a few years ago, all of a sudden I can't quite sprint anymore, but you know, if I was, if I was to do a three thirty ride, that would take so much training. I can't even imagine what's involved. So it really shows how much this personally means to Brandon, as well as to all the people that, um, that he's thinking about when he's going to do his ride. Yeah. And the three thirty ride last, last year raised well over $6,000. And so, you you know, again, when we think of where this money lands in terms of providing services, you know, one of those services that I that I forgot to mention is, you know, when we think of Huddle Broadway and we think of, you know, the aspects of 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 programming, you know, our Discovery College, so that the learning center, that peer to peer, you know, um, work that happens, you know, the peer support that is so necessary with young people, you know, they don't necessarily want to hear from a clinician or to hear from somebody who might over pathologize something they want to hear with from people you know and you and your background you know as a peer support you know um uh person you know being able to to talk with somebody who is relatable who maybe speaks the same language you know all of those sorts of things uh young people will have the opportunity to continue those conversations and begin those conversations maybe for the first time and they they actually see the light at the end of the tunnel thank you everyone for listening today go and sign up and and create your team of 10 people if you can't get up to 10 that's all right well at least you tried and so then 
we can go into spirit week and ride don't hide on june 26 um, feeling prepared and feeling like we're really part of this big movement for mental health so thank you stephen for your chat today and uh, we'll see you next time Thank you for listening to Wellbeing Connection, the official podcast of CMHA Manitoba and Winnipeg. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. Thank you, Stephen and Brandon, for the work you do to make this event a true highlight. To find out more and register your team, check out the episode description and links below. Until next time.